your boy Jones. Yo, this is Sprague. Yo, this your boy Cutter B. Peace, it's your boy Cy Brooks. Yo, this your boy Tony Nevan. You already know who I'm rocking with. Be your tuned in. You're tuning in. And then you listening to my guy, 88 Coops, man. Podcast about you're listening Nathan. to the podcast about Nathan with my bro, 88. My nigga, 88 Coops, the podcast about Nathan. The podcast about Nathan. Podcast about Nathan, so stay locked. Yo, it's your boy 88, man. You listening to my shit, the podcast about Nathan. I wanted to start off today's episode with, you know, kind of kind of sad because I didn't want to start off like this, but um, doing a little different. I wanted to say rest in peace to the victims of the Ethiopian, Ethiopian Airlines crash on March 10th. I haven't had an episode since then, so it's only right that I speak on my following one, which is now this one. This happened March 10th, 11 days ago. 157 people were on board. All 157 people died, unfortunately. Uh, Apparently, the plane that was used, the the plane that was used in the crash uh, wasn't really, has, has had multiple issues from other airlines that have used it. So after this crash, all of those planes have been taken out of use for now until they solve the issue and see what's wrong. And they go back and check the, you know, check the manual and all that. But I just wanted to say, you know, rest in peace to them. That's a very unfortunate accident. They say it's a very slim chance that you could die in a plane crash. Like it's very slim, very, very slim. And I just wanted to, no, sorry. They say it's very slim that you can die in a plane crash. So when you do hear of a plane crash, it's like, damn, this shit could really happen. They, like, it's, 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 they, it's, a plane crash is almost as likely as getting hit by lightning. You understand? Not almost as likely, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's around, you know, the same type of uh, probability. You understand? Like, it's really, it's really, really low. So when you do hear about stuff like that, it's like, damn, you know, what could have been done to prevent this? And clearly what we've come to find out is that they could have tested the planes more often and, you know, put more effort into learning the craft. And when I say craft, I mean the aircraft learning the craft, because apparently the, there are like 10 models of that of that specific plane, like that Boeing plane, seven, seven fifty seven max. That's what it's called. I've never actually heard of that myself, but that is what it's called. And it's only like eight or nine of them in the world, and they've had issues already. So now this is like the icing on the cake. They're like, we're going to take all of those out of commission. I, I remember uh, Sing, uh, Singapore banned those planes into their, in and out of their country. Uh, United Kingdom as well did the same thing. And then once they started doing that, each country started following suit. Like, we're not having this plane come into our country or leave our country to continue to cause chaos around the planet. So... Once again, rest in peace to those 157 people that perished on March 10th in the Ethiopian Airlines crash. Now for some more bad news, I wanted to say I want to say rest in peace to the March 15th victims of the New Zealand terror attack. But, you know, the news doesn't want to call it a terror attack because it was perpetrated by a white male. But. We're going to call it a terrorist attack because that's what it is. So a male decided to run up in a mosque and go guns blazing and shooting up everything and shooting up everybody. And I didn't watch video of it, but I have seen pictures and it's pretty, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty gruesome for the, for the, you know, the people that aren't trained to, you know, withstand that kind of stuff. See those type of graphics and that kind of thing. So, like I said, he went up in there, he sprayed up a mosque because he had a prejudice towards Muslims like most white supremacists do. He was an Australian white supremacist that was very far right. When I say far right, that's that means um, like Nazi Germany kind of stuff. That's what far right means. So far right is like absolute totalitarian, totalitarian dictatorship. Murder, kill, kill. That's what that's what far right means. And he was a far right white supremacist that hated, you know, pretty much hated everybody that's not white. So uh, 50 people died. 
about 50 more were injured. Like, he, he went off spraying. He went in there spraying crazy, and it's just, it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant at all. So, you know, New Zealand, the country's with you. We see what's going on. You know, we'll stand together to fight this foolishness that these fucking white supremacist dudes keep doing. I don't understand why their first thing to their first goal is to to commit a mass uh, a mass killing. That shit be 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 you know, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling, and then for it to be in New Zealand from an Australian, so you're not even native to the country. You're just in the country, and you just like let me just shoot these niggas because, uh, you know I hate them so much. So once again, rest in peace to those. Oh, matter of fact, New Zealand banned all military si- uh, styled assault rifles, which is kind of odd to me because that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of be that's kind of gonna be hard, being that there's already military style rifles in the country. You understand, like they they can't come in no more. They can't go out X, Y, and Z. So they ban. I mean, they took. I mean, they took a step forward. Is it a good one? In a way, but in a way, it's kind of like uh, people already got them and stuff like that. So, so like I said, just wanted to say rest in peace to the victims of the the March fifteenth uh, terrorist attack. But now, <clears throat> it's a podcast about Nathan. This is TikTok Rich the Kid. <clears throat> this is TikTok Rich the Kid featuring Tory Lanez off the uh, World Is Yours 2 album, which comes out tonight at midnight, actually. So go catch that. He got a lot of features on there, man. I'm like, I'm going to check him out. You understand? I'm going to check him out because... I always had like potential Like I had high hopes for, for Rich the Kid I like Rich the Kid from when he was dealing with Migos And them back in like 2013 back then Like I, I like Rich the Kid But he you know his antics and His lack of like Cadence Makes me not really care for him But I do like his I like some you know one or two of his songs But The World Is Yours too Is 16 tracks He got Young Thug and Gunner Offset and Big Sean, Miguel and Ty Dolla Sign, Tory Lanez, Nav, Take Off and Lil Pump, Jay Critch and A Boogie, Vori, and NBA Youngboy, all on the album, which comes out tonight at midnight. So, go get that, because I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it on uh, one of these days, <laughs> and I get back to y'all with my, with my, with my, with my, um, you know my my details or whatever, or my 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 criticism, as people call it. But anyway, yesterday was the first day of spring. Felt real good yesterday. Um, it was like fifty something. It was hot in the day, but you know the nighttime it cooled down, regular stuff. But it's been showing it's been showing signs of spring since last week. So hopefully. Spring is here to stay And there's no foolishness You know We go back into a cold A cold uh, A cold slump I mean I, I mean I like the cold But my thing is if it's gonna be hot Be hot If it's gonna be cold Be cold You know Whoever's working that weather machine Get it together You understand what I'm saying Don't, don't give us these 50s and these, and these And these borderline 60s If you're gonna give us You know 30s the next week because that's what that's pretty much what all of february was was a bunch of up and down foolishness you understand what i'm saying like it was but one week it was it was okay next week it was freezing next week it was freezing next week it was okay it's like okay so yesterday with the first uh first day of spring it seemed you know it seemed like it's been following the pattern of of the of the 50s the 50 degree days but now today thursday it's it's been raining all day it's been really you know what's the word like groggy is that the word <laughs> but it's been a lot of rain no there's been no sun all day it's nothing but clouds you know hopefully that clears up by you know whenever i need to leave the house which is tomorrow oh it's gonna rain tomorrow what do you know 
What do you know? But it's going to be 50 Saturday. It's going to be 50 Sunday with rain. I don't know. 50 or it's going to be 50 Sunday and Monday, not Saturday. So let's just hope, you know, things can just maintain its spring can maintain its integrity in terms of the weather. Because I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to go back to the cold foolishness. But anyway, podcast about Nathan, episode 56. A lot of, I don't want to say it's a lot of things to talk about, but it's, 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 it's some things to talk about. You know, I've been gone. I ain't, I didn't do last week. I did the week before that with my uh, my man, Joey F. Shout out to him. Oh, matter of fact, let me speak on that quick fast. I You know, I promoted the podcast, my last podcast, which was 55. Joey F. promoted the podcast. And I got, this is probably the most feedback I've ever gotten from one episode. I wouldn't say that, but I got a lot of feedback. And I I, I enjoyed that. I got a lot of feedback. I got a lot of reviews in the podcast app on iPhone. Um, I got a lot of people reposting my, my podcast and their uh, Instagram stories. And I really appreciated all of that. I really appreciated. it. I was like, damn, like, I like that shit. Niggas is tuning in. Niggas is listening. I like that shit, man. That shit made me feel real good. You know, my, sister's li- my, my sister listens to the podcast. My brother-in-law listens to the podcast. You know, we expanded, and I'm enjoying that. You know, I'm really enjoying that. It's making me feel good that y'all are tuning in. Y'all giving me your feedback, your criticism, whatever you want to call it. Shout out to all of y'all, man. For real. Like, I haven't gotten feedback like that since I've done the end of the year podcast. And Lord knows before I did that one, how much, you know, the feedback was, was swinging a miss. But I really I really appreciate it, y'all, man. Especially the ones that was uh that reposted the podcast in their story, you know, tagging me and tagging Joey F, posting the link. You know, promoting it for me. You understand? I appreciate all of that, man. So, shout out to y'all. I'm not going to say no names because that's tacky. But shout out to y'all, for real. Matter of fact, it ain't tacky. It's just too much of y'all to shout out. So, shout out to y'all, man, for real. <sighs> First thing on the agenda. I got to start with this. I got to start with this. So, yesterday, J Electronica. Well, not yesterday. This is when it came out, which was just yesterday. Uh, J Electronica was talking to some news outlet and... And the person says something about, oh, Jay-Z, Jay Electronica joint project. And he was like, oh, uh, probably, you know, something. He he gave off a really vague statement, like, oh, probably. And that, you know, that that took off, hit the airwaves. Every 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 news outlet was posting it. When I say news outlet, I don't mean CNN and NBC. I mean the source, Double XL, Hot New Hip Hop. That's what I mean. Things Greg sees. Shout out to him. But yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So, cause he he cause he didn't really answer the question in completion, in totality. All he said was probably. Now my thing is this. Now let's dissect that. J Electronica is J Electronica is comparable to a NBA or NFL draft pick who was super nice in college, in college, you know NCAA, and he gets to the NBA or the NFL and he's terrible. I.E. Anthony Bennett. I.E. You know Darko Milicic, Milicic. How do you say that shit? I.E. Uh, Jamarcus Russell, Terrell. No, not Terrell Pryor, but Jamarcus Russell, Johnny Manziel. You understand what I'm saying? You get you get, you get what I'm saying? He put out arguably one of the best songs that we've have in 2009. That this was 10 years ago, like. <laughs> He put out one of the best songs that we've ever heard from hip hop, especially. Let me. I don't want to say that. I'm, I'm not gonna say that. What I was about to say, but yeah, he put out one of the best hip hop songs ever recorded in Exhibit C. Exhibit C. For those of you who sh- be, should know who that song, produced by Just Blaze, J Electronic was talking that talk. One of the best songs we ever heard. Introspective songs we ever heard. Then he dropped Exhibit A, another very great introspective song. Didn't get quite the the praise like C. But it's also high regarded up there. Now, when we heard these two albums, we I mean these two tracks, we thought, damn, this nigga's the future. You know, he the next one up. Even though at the time what oh nine, what were you in? Oh nine? Let me see. He's forty one, so ten years ago, he was thirty one. Okay, okay. So he was still, you know, he wasn't the youngest, but he wasn't the oldest either. So we was like he you know, he was the one he was the one before the Coles and the Kendricks and the Drakes and the Shawns and the Wale's. He was the one that had the next. He was the next up. 
you know, to take the torch and, and be that next lyrical, super duper miracle top dog. But he dropped those two songs. You ain't hear from him. He has never dropped a, he is he has yet to drop a debut album. Let me see, let me see, let me see that again. It's been ten years. Those two songs came out in 2009. He has yet to drop a debut album over a 10-year span. No individual songs. No, uh, he's been touring off those two songs for 10 years. Um, yeah, he's pretty much been living off those two songs for 10 years. No project, no album, no mixtape, no EP, no nothing. So now here now, now now let me bring y'all back to the present. Why in the world I'm thinking okay, so I'm being subjective right now. Why in the world would Jay-Z oh he signed a Rock Nation, which is Jay-Z's label, as we already know. Why in the world would Jay-Z do a joint project with you? That's not even a that's not even something I want to hear. That's something I probably would have wanted to hear. I would I would have wanted to hear around maybe Jay-Z's Magna Carta album Maybe around Around uh, 444 I don't really want to hear A joint project I don't want First of all If it's not with Kanye And I'm not even the biggest Kanye fan But I do recognize that Watch the Throne Is one of the best uh, Duo albums ever Unless it's with Kanye Or Nas Or Biggie you understand? I don't want to hear a Jay-Z joint project. Or Beyonce. I don't want to hear a Jay-Z joint nothing. You understand what I'm saying? Or unless it's a compilation with like Rockefeller and um, State Property and them boys. You understand? Other than that, I don't want to hear Jay-Z with nobody. You got to be on a certain level to collab with Jay-Z. You got to be on a certain stature to collab with Jay-Z. You don't just know. And I don't think Jay Electronic is definitely not on that level for him to be for Jay-Z to even look at him. Excuse the siren in the background. I know he signed to Jay-Z's uh record label and all that, but no. No. He shouldn't be he shouldn't do a joint project with Jay-Z. One, because you didn't earn it. Two, you're not big enough. Three, you're old news. You're old news. I was on the J Electronica bandwagon ten years ago. Here we are 10 years later. You only have two songs. Well, he has a he okay, he has a EP that he dropped before the two songs. Nobody really nobody talks about those cuz they're not worth talking about. You understand what I'm saying? So he dropped his little project, I forgot Eternal Sunshine thing, Act 3 something something. I forgot what that shit was called. I had it, but I deleted it in like 2013. So you telling me over a 10 year span you only dropped two projects and now you have the nerve to tell news outlets that you probably have a project with Jay-Z? You got a lot of nerve. Now this once again this is coming from somebody who I liked him 10 years ago. I I'll even say 8 years ago cuz I remember he did the track with uh Big Sean and Kendrick Control. That was J Electronica if I'm not mistaken. So it was it was it was it's it's it's, it's rare that he, I mean he he's shown glimpses of greatness but then there's no project. How does that work? Now you saying you got a probably thing with Jay-Z. Maybe Jay-Z will go for it. Maybe Jay-Z will try to resurrect his career, but that career is over. I'm sorry, it's too much time has elapsed. Too much time has elapsed for you to think you could just come back with the biggest rapper that ever lived and think you about to drop a project. You ain't, you ain't earned that. You ain't earned that. I'm sorry. You ain't earned that. Like I said, unless you Nas, Beyonce, uh, Rockefeller, the niggas that worked for Jay, the Rockefeller niggas, State Property, Dipset. Nah, ain't no collab projects, bro. Ain't no collab projects. You're not big enough. You ain't earned that. You ain't earned that stature yet. You still like you still technically you still like a rookie. Technically. You don't got no, you know, my, let, let me go off on a tangent real quick. Andre 3000 has no solo project to his name. None, not one. And yet he's regarded as one of the greatest rappers ever. Me personally, what I do when people say that is I say, can you name me an Andre 3000 line? Can you quote one line from him? Ten times out of ten, they can't. 
because they're just going off of number one, they're going off of hearsay. Number two, mm, it sounds like he's rapping. Oh, sorry, you've heard him rap. He raps good. He raps amazingly, but you ain't and you didn't uh, engage enough to remember the lyrics. Chances are, why? Because he has no solo projects. He only has outcast projects with Big Boy. And chances are, you don't like Big Boy. So whenever I, when I, whenever Andre raps and Big Boy comes up, you probably skip the song because you don't want to hear Big Boy rap. So you wouldn't tune in long enough to memorize the Andre 3000 lyric because I don't know anybody that could, that could uh, quote an Andre 3000 lyric unless they're an Outkast fan. You see what I did there? You see what I did there? So he's regarded as one of the most greatest rappers ever, I guess. You don't got a solo project to your name. You don't got a solo single to your name. You don't got no awards. I'm not saying you got to have awards to be considered. But you don't have no type of accolades to your name. And you're regarded as one of the goats. You can't. That, that, that doesn't make Because you know why that doesn't make sense? Because the people that are considered the goats actually have these accolade, accolades. Jay-Z, Nas, M, Pac, Big, Snoop, Hell, Kendrick. Cole, Drake, they have every everything that you need to be one of the GOATs. Everybody I just named has those. You understand what I'm saying? Pun. So it's like, Jay Electronica was well on his way to being on that status if he would have just dropped the project. So for him to come out in 2019 and say he probably has a project with Jay-Z coming... Yeah, I'm cool on that. I'm cool on that. I mean, if it, I mean, if it does come, I'm gonna listen to it. Most likely, won't download it. But it's like I'm cool. I don't want to. I don't. You don't. You, you. It's too late for you. It's too late for you. You had the work. You had the whole hip hop community's attention in two nine in two, two nine in two thousand and nine. Now, nope. Niggas don't even know who you are. Unless you was around listening to hip hop, so intent. So think about it like this. Think about it like this. Ten years ago, I was fourteen, right? So either so you had to be pretty much a teenager and up to listen to J Electronica, right? Let's say that to be cognizant of what was going on. So let's say the people that are, that were the people that were five to nine. Are now what fifteen to nineteen? They not checking for J Electronica. That's the that's the consumer that controls hip hop is the teenage uh the teenage demographic. They're the ones who control hip hop and they big up Pump and Yachty and Uzi and Cardi. Those that's their audience. I'm just naming you some of the biggest artists in the game off of their demographic that they appeal to. So you think that. You think that 14, 15 to 19 demographic is checking for J Electronica? No, no way. There's no way. There's no way. So I don't know what he thought he was about to do. He tried to he tried to he tried to shock the world with that shit. I ain't I ain't rolling with it. I'm sorry. I'm not rolling with it. I'm not rolling with it. Try again. Come back with it. Come back with your own project first. Maybe we'll talk about the Jay Z one. Maybe maybe I'll I won't be so hard on you, Jay. Maybe I won't be so hard on you. Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle said he has a joint project with Meek Mill coming. Now, as you guys know, Nipsey Hussle is my favorite rapper. Meek, great rapper. Do I quite want to hear Nipsey together? Nipsey and Meek together? Mm, I don't think so. Simply because... Nipsey, number one, Nipsey doesn't collaborate with high profile features unless it's like, you know, like, for example, on Victory Lap, the biggest feature was what Kendrick, that song wasn't even a single, not saying um, it, it wasn't good enough to be a single. What I'm saying is he didn't make it a single simple. And that was a great song. Dedication. I like that. song. I love that song. If you go back to Mailbox Money. The biggest feature on that was like Dom Kennedy. You go back to Crenshaw. The biggest feature on that was like 
Dom Kennedy. You get what I'm saying? So Nipsey don't collab with high-profile artists. They collab with him on their tracks that go on their albums. He, But him himself, he doesn't have high-profile names on his projects. That's number one. Number two, Nipsey and Meek don't even have a song together. You understand what I'm saying? Don't, they don't even have a song together. So... We don't even know what a Nipsey Meek project is going to sound like. Now, I know what works for Nipsey. Nipsey spits that life-altering, I don't say struggle rap because it ain't struggle rap. But he raps that, that, that tough times rap and elevate yourself rap and do better and get out the hood. Meek can do that as well. But that's really it. They once they, Like if Meek give you that trauma Meek, the traumatized Meek, um, oodles and noodles. Um, what's that song? These scars. If he give you those, if he give you that meek, then the project might be able to work. Cause that's Nipsey's bread and butter is to talk that uplifting rap, talk that uplifting shit. You get what I'm saying? So it's just odd to me that they're gonna collab on a project they don't even have a song together. You, 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 you get what I'm saying? They don't even have a song together. Now, maybe they have songs together that haven't been released that maybe they've they've recorded in private. I don't I, maybe they got songs there and they sound good to them. But as far as the public, there's no Nipsey Meek Mill song. I don't even think there's um like Meek Mill and Nipsey songs with other people on them. I don't even think that exists. But I know for a fact there's no Nip- Nipsey Hustle featuring Meek Mill. There's no Meek Mill featuring Nipsey Hustle. There's that doesn't exist. It's just like wow. That he coll- I mean Nipsey collabed with MMG before, which was um, Fountain of Youth, off of Self Made Volume Two, which was Rick Ross, uh, Rick Ross, Stanley, and Nipsey Hustle. There's no Meek Mill on that song. Nipsey and Rick Ross have collabed before. That would be, that would be a great. I would. That's definitely something I would want to listen to. Nipsey and, and Rick Ross. They collabed on what? Mark my words. They've collabed on the weather off of Crenshaw. So okay, they collabed twice. It's more than that's more than Nipsey and Meek. You know, but they actually kind of rap similar. They rap from the struggle to the to 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 the where I came from. This is where I came from. This is where I'm at now, and this is what I'm trying to do. They they kind of rap similar. This Rick Ross got the smoother beats. That's all. So, you know, Nipsey said he's looking at. They're looking at a summertime release. I mean, if you're looking at a summertime release, then I mean, I'm assuming it's gonna be a summer sounding project, but. Nipsey Hussle doesn't make music like that. He doesn't make radio music. He doesn't make, you know, upbeat club party music. He don't do that. He don't do that. So when you're looking at a summer, a summertime release, it's like, hmm. Now, I'm not trying to doubt Nipsey's ability. Nipsey's a smart guy. We've seen his marketing plans with Victory Lap, with Mailbox Money, with Crenshaw. He's, you know, damn near a genius when it comes to. When it comes to this, you know, dropping projects and when to drop them and how to drop them and how much videos to record and when to drop the video, you know, he's good with that. But then it's like. Summer, summer is for. Summer is for the for the for the club bangers, the one that's going to get the party rocking. So I don't know, you know, once again, if it drops, I'm going to download it. For a fact, because Nipsey goes in my, I download every Nipsey and Meek Mill project that comes out. So, it's automatically going to get downloaded off rip. That ain't even a, a debate. I'm going to check him out. But, I don't know. <laughs> I do not know. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I do not know. That's all, that's all I can say. I do not know how that's going to sound. Hopefully good, but I don't know. Shout out to Nip. Um, damn my battery. Um, 
The Dreamville Fest has been announced. A lot of festivals. Festivals have become this huge. It's become a big thing. Let me say that. Let me just say that. Festivals have become a thing. You know, Coachella's, you know, Made in America, that type of stuff. And a lot of them have been announced in the last, you know, few weeks. Shout out once again. Shout out to my man, Things Greg Sees, reporting the news. Um, the Dreamville Fest, that's on April 6th. You know, Gene Cole's Dreamville and all that shit. It's going to be Scissor, Big Sean, J. Cole, 21 Savage. You know, the regular people. You know, the regular stuff. Woodstock, 50th anniversary, August 16th, 17th, and 18th. Going to have a bunch of people there. Uh, Lala Palooza, August 1st through, four, uh, through 4th. Ariana Grande, Childish Gambino. You know, so... Those are already two big festivals in the summer, Lollapalooza and um, Woodstock. Remember, Woodstock was in the 60s. Uh, The Ends Festival, May 31st through June 2nd. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's a good amount. It's a good amount of festival. The Roots Picnic, I forgot all about that. The Roots Picnic, that's uh, June 1st. Once Upon a Time in LBC, you know, that's already, you know, that's one of Snoop Dogg lines. That's July 27th. So it's a lot of festivals, there's a lot of one-day events coming up. So if you want to go, get those tickets. Get those tickets. Get out there and see them people that you want to see. When it comes to concerts, it's nobody. I'm not a concert person. I don't take myself as a concert person. If I go to a concert, it's, it got to be something like old. Like it got to be DMX, Rough Rider, Dipset, G Unit type shit. I'm not gonna go to a concert. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm a because you know why the songs that came out then don't make you feel like the ones that come out now. The ones that came out then, like you felt like shit. Like I be on the train bobbing so hard when I listen to that shit. Cause it, like it got a different feel, it got a different, it got a different ambiance to it. Don't get me wrong, the, the songs that come out now also have vibes and ambiances, but it's just not the same. Like Rough Rider, if Rough Rider anthems come, Rough Riders anthem come on, it's a rap. It's a rap. <gasps> Excuse me, the whole the whole club is getting up up off the off the off the chairs and they going crazy. I got a little LOX throwback at the end of the song, at the end of the podcast. That's going to make you go crazy. You understand what I'm saying? It's certain, you know, certain, they don't got that same feel. Like if 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 a Rockefeller tour, the Rockefeller tour back in, in the, uh, what was it, 98, 99? Come on. Like it's certain concerts that I, that it got to be something older. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to recent concerts. It's just not the same. You know, the only concert niggas that really like where Meek Mill do dreams and nightmares. Other than that, you don't really see videos of a of a Meek Mill concert. Travis Scott do sicko mode. Well, I heard Travis Scott got great concerts, though, so I'm not even going to say him. Drake, you know, other than that, these other concerts and festivals, you're not really you're not really, you know, you're not really hearing much about him. You see the flyer one day. You don't even know. And if you if you're not paying attention, you don't even know that the festival came and went. Why? Because niggas, is, niggas don't be interested in, I don't want to say in going, but niggas that go there and be disappointed. I'm not going to say everybody's disappointed, but I know I would be. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I know I would be. Like if I Like a current artist, there's no current artist who I actually want to see um, in concert. There's no current artist. I currently want to see like, oh, my God, I can't wait to go to this person's concert. Like there's this and that's not a knock to nobody. That's just me. I'm being subjective right now. There's no artist I want to see in concert. That's like, oh, my God, I, I got to sing this. song. I got to scream this song at the top of my lungs. No, no artist makes me want to do that right now. You understand what I'm saying? So if you a concert's your thing, then you go check those concerts out and, and you and you. And you and you and you, <laughs> you 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 show us what you show us what they about. Uh, so Instagram went down. Instagram servers that shit was down for a hot minute. 
Uh, I believe that was last week. Was it last week? Might have been two weeks ago. Might have been two weeks ago. March 13th, yes. March 13th. About 10 days ago. Instagram was down for about... I want to say about eight hours. And... There's two I mean, there's two things I'm going to touch on real quick or, or in this topic, within this topic. Instagram, you really seen who was, I guess you could say who's a dweeb or not. You know, if any, if out of all the socials, I'm pretty sure Instagram is the one that people spend the most time on. I know I do. Out of Facebook and Twitter, I spend the most time on Instagram. You know, I ain't going to lie to you. I'm, 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 you know. But then... I'm, I can also live without Instagram. Some people can't because if you go, I, I remember because Twitter was, I remember Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp all weren't working at the same time for the, like the same length. Why? Because Facebook owns once, uh, WhatsApp and Instagram. So whatever was going on on Facebook, it somehow affected the other two or or vice versa or and vice versa again. On Twitter, what trending what was trending was Instagram and if you click Instagram you see everybody that's talking about Instagram they're like oh my god I don't know what to do Instagram's been down for so long oh my god I'm so bored I, I can't do this you know they're going crazy over Instagram being down and I'm like wow it's it's insane the amount of people dependent on this on this you know app like Instagram takes up so much of their time now Am I gonna be? Am I gonna say I'm? I'm not. I doesn't take up my time. It does take up my time. Like I hate when on iPhone when it like it's like once a week it shows you like the amount of time you spend on each app, and I'll be like, damn, I need to lower it. I need to lower that shit. I do. Like I need. I'm. I'm not gonna say. I'm. I'm not gonna say. I'm. I'm. I'm completely. You know, not social media dependent. Well, I'm not social media dependent actually, but I could. You know. I do go on. It does kill time. I'm not going to sit here and say it doesn't kill time. It do kill time. But then you got people who spend time on it so much that that's all they know. It's like um, Inception. Uh, when when Shorty, when Leo DiCaprio's, uh, when his wife spent so much time in Inception, that was her world. She spent so much time dreaming that when she was, when she she didn't know what was real and what wasn't. You understand what I'm saying? Like, see, when it comes to Instagram and Facebook, people don't realize that that's a world in your phone. There's a world outside of that. So when they don't have their phone, like when their phone is not in their hand, you know, they they don't know how to function. You know, they don't know what to do. You get what I'm saying? And it's just, it's sad. Now, on the other hand, what also was trending was, Oh my, everything I just said was trending. So I'm saying this now on the podcast. I didn't actually tweet about it. I didn't say, oh my God, you guys are losers. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. But that was a trend as well. The people that, that, the people that are trying to act like they're not social media dependent. Those are the people they're shitting on the ones that were so, that are social media dependent, you know, on Twitter and shit. And I'm just like, why y'all, like, you know, you know who was trending, uh, trending the most? Was it was celebrities saying that shit? Oh, all the losers, all the all the all the dweebs is at home. They don't know what to do now that Instagram is down. Ah, uh, you know, blah blah blah. No cap, no cap. Blah 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 blah. They was talking the most shit. You get what I'm saying? Because they they, you know, I, I mean, I can't get it. They, you know, I get it. They get scrutinized a lot by a lot of dweebs. Because I be looking at comments myself. I'm like y'all niggas be wilding with these comments to these celebrities and stuff like that. Y'all be really bugging out. But then again, the celebrities need to stop fronting like they're not social media dependent because they are. If you see an interview or you see, or you know, whatever, they'd be like, oh, I don't read the comments. I don't read the comments. Or even if, you, even if you look at the, the shade room, the amount, of, the amount of celebrities that respond to comments and respond to backlash, like they'd be right in there doing the same thing that they accuse you of doing. And that's the part that I hate. Another thing, I've seen Styles P... And I hate to I hate to say him, but just today I seen Styles. This is a, I'm going off topic, but it's within the same breath. He said something about something something so called gangsters on on the computer. 
Now it's it's become a trend for every for everybody on the computer to call everybody else on the computer a so-called gangster. Like that's that's become a trend in the last few years. You know, Twitter fingers and you are internet thug and it's just weird because you're calling let's say for me for example, you're calling me an internet thug through the internet. You're calling me a so-called gangster through the internet. So the same thing you accuse me of doing, you're doing the same thing. Now, me personally, I see comments and I see people arguing in the comments. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm going to find you and blood this and crypt that. And I'll be like, my, my, well, my thought is you do realize y'all niggas is typing to each other. And that's number one. Chances are y'all probably live in two different states, two different countries even. So it's like, what? It, well, I, that's why I don't argue with people. Number one, I'm not about to sit me checking for your notification, for your response, for me to go back and type to you. That's that's something I haven't done since I was since I first joined Facebook in 09. I haven't done that shit since so long. I don't argue with people because it's like nothing's going to come of it. I'm a type. Oh, fuck you. Fuck your mom. You're going to type. Fuck you. And I hope your mom dies. And it's like. Ooh, you get what I'm saying? Everything is through the computer. So now you have the people, once again, like I said, internet thugs, and you calling this one the internet thug and the so-called gangster and, the, you know, the fake guns. And, bro, you don't even, first of all, you don't know, none, nobody knows nobody. If you don't know these people, then you don't know them. Don't don't call them an internet this and a thug that and fake this, fake you, because you don't know them. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? I hate one like it's and it's always from the I hate to say this, but it's always from the older niggas. It's always from the older niggas and the rapidy rap niggas. Oh, it's internet thugs. Boy, you don't know them from nowhere. That trend has got to stop. That trend has got to stop. You understand what I'm saying? Where everything is a so is a fake and blah 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 this and oh man. I'm going off on a tangent. I'm off that. Because I'm going to end up speaking on that for 30 additional minutes. I'm off that. So Jess Hilarious, who was one of these Instagram comedians, or got her, she started on Instagram and, you know, used that to propel her career, her comedic career. She was on a flight on, what's today, Thursday, the 17th. That was, I believe, Saturday. Or Sunday. That was Sunday. Was it? Yes, that was Sunday. So, she was on a flight. I'm not sure to to where and from where. But she was on a flight where she was recording, uh, I believe, four Muslims boarding the flight. Or they were on the plane already. Something like that. She was like, she's scared. She doesn't feel safe. You know... They're known for bombing and blah, 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 blah. Now, let me play. I got to play two roles here. I got to play the role of her. And I got to play the role of the other people. Now, if I'm her, I, number one, I'm not recording this. I'm not. It's no out of first. There was no reason for her to record this and post it. That's number one. I understand you're a comedian and comedians get away with certain shit. Uh, we, you know, whatever the hell. Because, you know, a comedian can say anything and they won't get any backlash, apparently, because there's no rules to comedy. Apparently, that's a thing. So I don't know if she thought, hey, let me post this video and ha ha ha. But she, apparently she was really scared. She was really scared. And she thought like, oh, my God, these Muslim guys, are gonna, they, I'm not I'm not sure they're known for bombing stuff and blowing up things. And who knows what's going to happen? Then, of course, she backtracked. And took it all back. I'm sorry. I'm not racist. I can't believe people. Blah 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 blah. So, anyways, them them four guys they got put off the plane. We don't know. They don't. We don't know if that was because of her or for something else. But they got put off the plane. It's just a coincidence that she was saying she feels scared. Blah 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 blah. So now let me play her. There are stereotypes. There are stereotypes that exist for certain certain different you know different people. Different examples: Islam's uh, Islamic people, you know, Middle Eastern people, 
Middle Eastern. I said Middle Eastern. They have their stereotype for being extreme radicals, you know, terrorism, blowing up stuff and and uh, stuff like that. All because of a few. The mass have the mass population has to be put in this box now as a stereotype. That's one people. What's one set of people? Black people. I've been I've been stereotyped my damn self, so I know exactly what she's talking about. Black people are have a reputation of killers and robbers and you know whatever. There's been times where I've been on the train and somebody who's not black pulled their bag closer to them, or let's say if they were on the train and they had their bag sitting next to them on the seat, now they'll pick the bag up and put the put the bag in their on their lap. You understand what I'm saying? I've had people cross the street when they see me at night. You know, I wear all black a lot, so I guess I kind of look suspicious, I guess. You know, so we have a stereotype for looking a certain way because certain once again, some of us have done some things and now we have to get graded as a mass. So now all black people are stereotyped to be killers and thieves and rapists and shit. White people. They're stereotyped for being uh, like pedophiles and rapists and do weird shit and commit mass murder and shoot up schools. Now, once again, the few got the rest of the population judged because now because they look the same. They all have to be boxed into that same uh, demographic. So I get what she's saying. She was saying. Because she was saying, like, oh, there have been people who cross the street for, you know, when they see a black person, X, Y, Z. That's very true. That's not wrong. So she was like, you can't blame me for seeing four Muslims and thinking they're not terrorists because they're known for terrorism. You got to play devil's advocate here. I don't even like. let's, Let's get one thing straight. I don't like her. I'm not a fan of hers. I don't follow her. I don't know what she does. I don't I don't I'm not into Instagram comedy. That's not my thing. You'll never hear me saying, hey, did you see this video from blank blank? Because I'm, insta- I'm not into Instagram comedy. So don't take this as I'm a fan of hers. I'm not a fan of hers. It's total objection. I mean, objection. <laughs> Objectivity. She has a point when she says, um, hey, they look like terrorists. They do. Why? Because a set of them ruined it for everybody else. Like I said, I have my moments where I'm in all black and I you can't see my face and I got a hood on and I may look a little suspicious. I get it. If somebody crossed the street, okay, I get it. But I do I feel a way? No, because it's life. Stereotypes exist because of the few. Now the now the mass has to pay. Same thing with white people. Rapists and pedophiles and chopping niggas' heads off and shooting up schools and shooting up churches. That's just their Stereotypes are real. Point blank period. So is she wrong? Yes. Is she right? Yes. <laughs> this is a 50-50 situation right now. Is she wrong? Very. Is she right? Very. Just be real. You got to play devil's advocate. What she's saying isn't false. But it's not right. But it's not wrong. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? So how you can take that however you want to take it, man. You can take it however you want to take it. If she's being racist and all that shit, okay, fine. If you think she's uh she's right and you know people are just stereotyped, then that's fine as well. You know, it's life. But she fucked up when she recorded the ordeal and posted it to Instagram. That's where she fucked up. And that's where it brings me to this era where we have to record every single thing that we do and see and post it so we can get seen. And that's where she fucked up at. Once again, I don't know if she posted it because she thought it was going to be funny and it just backfired or maybe she was legitimately scared. I don't know. We'll never know. But I know I do know she backtracked a lot of stuff. She redacted everything she said. And I'm not a racist. I got Muslims in my family. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. Yeah. So that's that. So now that brings me to Daniel Caesar, who's an R&B artist that I don't listen to. He uh, was it yesterday. He or he on Tuesday, Tuesday night, he went on Instagram live defending. Yes, Jules. Now, yes, Jules. I don't even know what the fuck she does. 
But she does something within the hip-hop industry. Let me say that. But she was featured on a show, a podcast, about two, three weeks ago, where she was talking about she's constantly, uh, not segregated, but targeted because she's like they say she's a vulture, culture vulture and blah, blah, blah. She fucks her way to the top, and she doesn't get why black people don't want to blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she has a bad reputation. Long story, long story less long. So Daniel Caesar went on his Instagram Live and was trying to see... He was like, why do, Why are we so mean to Yes Jules? You know, why are why are we... He was like, white people don't like us because we're mean. You like That's what he was saying. Like, we're too mean. We need to get on the winning team. Like, we need to, you know, get it together and stop being so mean and, and be welcoming and blah, 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 blah. Now... I've seen a lot of people like, oh, you're Canadian, stay in Canada, don't speak on American matters, and I guess that's a valid point, but it's like, I don't, I, I don't know where I stand on this, I don't know where I stand, I don't, I don't, I don't personally care for Yes Jules, I don't even know what type of name that is, that's what type of stage name that is, but it is, but for him to say like we need to get on the winning team, that's crazy. Like when it comes to this race thing, there's no winning team. So I don't know. That sounds like he's conforming and I just gave up and I'm going to just go roll with them because I'm giving up. That's how that's how that came off. And I was that was kind of sus to me. I'm like, what? Sided with the winning team. And then he's like, we need to she need to stop being so mean. They didn't do nothing to us to deserve this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, do you not know history, moron? Long story less long. He got canceled. By the mass, by the mass Twitter world. Me personally, I don't listen to him, so that's too easy. I don't really care. For, I never cared for him. I never. I don't listen to his music. I know who he is. I don't listen to his music though. I'm not a fan. I don't. If you guys have never heard me say, "Hey, go check a Daniel Caesar album," <laughs> like I'm cool. So it's too easy to get him out of here. That's that's too easy. So. I just wish there was more context provided on because I didn't watch the live. I didn't watch the Instagram live. Anyway, he backtracked like always and said I was drunk and I was just trying to clear up some things and blah, 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 blah. Typical celebrity stuff like they always do. You understand what I'm saying? So he got canceled. Of course, he didn't really get canceled because there's going to be people who still go and listen to the music. It's like like similar to uh, Sabrina Claudio a few years ago. When she they found some of her tweets that were like really racist and blah blah blah, they like over oh, canceling Sabrina Claudio, and then they didn't really cancel her. Over oh, canceling R. Kelly, but then we're, we're, they, we're, they didn't really cancel her, you know. So you know whatever cancel culture, that's what they call it, cancel culture. <laughs> so for right now, Daniel Caesar's been canceled by the masses, and that's that. Uh, new music, a lot of songs came out last week. I was kind of upset that I wasn't doing a podcast like because a good amount of songs came out last week. Let's see. And these are the songs that came across my radar. Num Num Juice by Schoolboy Q. Let me speak on that real quick. Num Num Juice. That's apparently because I remember last week he posted something about like, oh, this on Twitter. He's like two days left. So I, you know, I retweeted it thinking it was an album. Apparently it was the single, which was Num Num Juice. Dropped the video and everything. The song is a minute and 55 seconds. So this is a single off the album. Whatever album is coming, that is a minute and 55 seconds. No hook, no chorus, no bridge, no nothing. He's just rapping. Now, my thing is you've been away for three years. You've been away for three years and you come back with a song that's not even two minutes long. And tell us that's the single off your up and coming album. Then you drop a video to a two a song that ain't even two minutes. The song is okay. It's not it's okay. Like I said, he's just rapping. There's no nothing, no hook, no chorus, no singing, no auto no nothing. He's just rapping. Nothing wrong with that, but that doesn't work for everybody. So I'm disappointed that he thought that was gonna suffice for the, the three-year gap he's been away he's been away on the three-year break he's been away on so who know i don't know oh apparently he he debuted a new song on jimmy fallon 
last night featuring Travis Scott called Chopsticks. That hasn't actually been released on streaming platforms yet, so it hasn't come out yet. But he performed it on Jimmy Fallon. So I guess he got songs in the stash. Of course, he got one with Travis Scott, you know, but whatever. So that Num Num Juice, they came out last week. O three O three Greedo and DJ Mustard dropped Wasted featuring YG. DJ Mustard is actually rapping on the song. He's not like not rap. He's not just talking. He's actually rapping. Uh, wow remix Post Malone featuring Roddy Rich and Tyga. That song isn't that great. Freaky Tory Lanes. TikTok Rich the Kid featuring Tory Lanes, which is the song you heard at the beginning. And PMB I Like Girls featuring Lil Skies. That actually came out today. That's a good song. I like that song. As far as projects go. Rich the Kid, The World Is Yours too. That comes out tonight at midnight. That's all I got. That's all I got for now on this beautiful episode. Beautiful episode. Uh, I'll leave you out a throwback from 90-something. Hype song. Fire song. LOX, Rough Riders, D-Block. You're right now he gets down, man. It's Wild Out. LOX. <laughs> the podcast about me in episode 56. I'll be back in two With a month of bad luck I'm not hunting motherfucker And guess who the jump I'm oh. Elman You daffy like the loony cartoon But this ain't no cartoon My bullets clear out the room I, I said boy Try and learn the fundamentals here son Like, like the rooster and the chicken hawk I teach about a gun I place my money on one I pull it out to run I wave it in front of your son And both y'all is done Black For God's sakes What a nigga gotta do To make a half a million Must I wave it at your children Run up in your building And go straight for the bank Got the coats of red rap at the bottom of the tank I know those tricks Your supply is popping up I know those dicks Give me those bricks Now wild out niggas Wild out The bouncing at the club Acting like you can't get Just a new burner in the closet And a big one to kill you Your brother and your pops quick Might take one slug to get y'all both Cause motherfucker I'ma make sure I hit y'all close And whoever's left guaranteed he getting it all Cause his ass could've ran when I was licking at y'all I get rap money plus I'm in the hood with dimes And I ain't got no felonies I'm good with crimes Not all that with max but I'm good with nines Great with eights Nigga I heat your face And I got a hungry lawyer that'll eat the case I used to cop so heavy that the block got mad The niggas start calling up the cops like calves My 16s make niggas go to their dorm Lock in and work out Then come out in the morning Wild out and blow a CO Just cause it's boring Wild out nigga Wild out And if it's beef, I'ma murder you and murder the swans Holiday style, screw niggas, bars, they rap I let my shotgun ball your back Make your coffin out of your flats And bring your ice to hell Y'all fuck around, this album, I'll do life in jail And if you under 21, you shouldn't listen to this You hate a nigga, gonna kill him while he taking his shit So when the cops come and get him, he'll be making him sick So they can feel how I feel, I had a probable cause You know the shit that happens, you don't follow the boss Follow the rules, kids get followed to school and the thug niggas ball your boo Talk to practice was a horrible view It's fucked up what tomorrow could do And these niggas feel soft for who Till we put oh, you yeah, in the dirt yeah, We ain't partin' yeah, with you yeah. Wild out niggas Wild out You better back up dog Wild out Everybody yo yo Wild out If a nigga grillin' your chick uh, And she with you Fuck that Wild out
your goddamn shoes. Fuck Come that. on. It's your boy, some for Don, some for Dulles. Yo, what's good, man? It's your boy, City. I want to give a shout out to my man, 88. And you're now locked in. And you're listening to the podcast. And y'all tuned in. And you're now tuned in. The podcast about Nathan. To the podcast about Nathan with the homie, 88 Coops. You heard? One and only, 88. With your boy, 88 Coops. Coops. Yeah, I mean, I mean. 